podcast, a podcast where we discuss topics surrounding business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And for those of you like myself who live in regions where we got an extra hour for daylight savings this weekend, I hope you guys made the best of that hour by doing the important things like getting some extra rest, doing a bunch of nothing, watching movies, and sleeping like I did. (laughs) And for the rest of you who didn't get this honor bestowed on you based on your geographical location, I hope you guys had a chance to meditate on the words to live by for last week, which were, stay the course. And what I spoke about last week with regards to this is that moment when you're in the middle you're too far from where you started and you're still very far from where you're going. You look to behind you, there's no light. You look to the front of you, there's no light. That is the moment where champions are made. When you can continue on the path where you don't even know if the ground is still there, but you know it feels right and you keep going. And what I learned this week with regards to that is the importance of being open to different. When we are on these paths that we have for ourselves, these paths that we set out on with a, a goal or a motivation or, or an objective in place. It's important that we don't allow that, that goal and the path that we think is going to get us there to make us so rigid that we aren't willing to explore the options that maybe it may, it may come in a different way, right? Because when we have our plans, like I call my plans and my work, my babies. And when people talk to me about my babies, I cannot help but get defensive. It's actually something that I'm really working on right now. And what I've learned is that when you're open to the possibilities and the perspectives that other people bring, you'll find that although you didn't start with those plans, those weird, wacky, unconventional, almost appearing like a U-turn or a hard left plans that people give you or those ideas that they give you to go on your journey will actually still lead you to your journey like wouldn't it be wonderful if it wasn't if journeys were just point a point b and point c but as i'm sure all of you guys know it's usually the gap between point a and point c which is where you want to go is usually filled with every single other letter in the alphabet sometimes you skip right over c end up at z and then bounce back to b before you get to c right and being open-minded to different and understanding that yes the initial plans were there to jazz you to encourage you to start but that might not be where you end or that might not be the way the whole journey is going to continue is very very paramount in you truly getting the success you want because one no man's an island and yes you might have started off these plans by yourself as I said as I always say our visions are ours right you can't tell someone to put on your glasses to see and see because they have a different prescription. But once you're on the journey, some people's vision and their perspective can be extremely, extremely beneficial. And that's why I'm all here for having a group of wise men. These are the people you trust, the people who, who you know, love you, who care about you, whose motives are your greatest interest, not their own vested interest. And when they tell you something, you just have that confidence that it's coming from a place of love and care. So it gives you the boost that is required for you to maybe take that advice. And for me lately, one piece of advice that someone gave me this past weekend that I never, ever would have even thought to do myself In my quickness to act on that piece of advice, I think I may have just aligned myself with something absolutely 
destiny. <laughs> like, I don't even know how else to put it, but like listening to somebody else and getting their advice and being open to it helped me to be proactive in a way where literally everything I've been working for or an, an iteration of it has kind of just fallen on my lap. And if it wasn't for the ability to be open to something different and to take that advice because the person was a trusted individual, I never would have gotten this opportunity. And to make it worse, it was within a short window. So I, even if I decided to come back to it or someday I were to come to my senses, it probably wouldn't even exist anymore. So I really hope that you guys were able to work on that this week and just find ways to re-energize and jazz yourself on the journey because it's a patience game. But at the end, when you enter into everything you're destined to be, you're going to look back at those dark moments and say, well, it wasn't even that dark <laughs> or it didn't even last long. I don't know why. It's it's just the fact that when we're in the midst of something, it just has bigger legs. But then when we step out of it, it's like, oh, I could have done that again. If it was, if this is what it would have taken for me to get here, I would, I would have stayed even longer because, you know, hindsight has us feeling good and forgetting. Right. So I really hope that that helped you guys and that you guys are continuing on your path and able to stay the course because greatness is on its way to you guys. And with that, I'm going to get right into our talk for this week. And this week, we will be talking about gifts and talents. No, not gifts and talents. Gifts and callings. That's what it is. Um, for those of you who have been kicking in it with me for a long time, this is episode 82. Episode 17 was all about gifts. I discussed in depth what gifts were, how to use them, how to maximize them, how to under, how to identify them. So if you want a little bit of a refresher, please feel free to go back and check out that episode. But for the purposes of this episode, I want to really break down the difference between gifts and callings and then also give you guys a few clarity points to help you really decipher or understand the difference between the two. Because lately I've noticed that gifts and callings have been used very interchangeably and to some extent this is correct but to some other extents this is not correct so what i'm gonna do is first start off by giving you a quick little breakdown of what gifts are then a quick little breakdown of a what a calling is and then as i said go into the clarity points of what the difference is so with regards to gifts gifts are natural seed talent and when I say seed talent, they are little. They start on the inside of you. They're already there, right? And you know what I say about seeds, right? When you have a seed, it can be fostered. It can grow into a tree. It can bear fruit and all of that wonderful stuff. And when I say natural, what I'm saying is that it comes to you naturally. It's not something that you've ever find, you've ever had to work for. You just it's one of those situations where you just wake up and you're like, I've been able to do this as long as I could remember, right? Those people who say, I've been singing since the age of two. I could sing before I could I could speak and all of that stuff, right? So I think for the purpose of this episode, I'm probably just going to stick to the singing analogy because it's easy to grasp. And I'm sure most of you know some people who can sing so easily like a dove and then some people who couldn't hold a note if it was tied to their leg, right? <laughs> so I think that's the analogy I'm going to use. And another thing about gifts is that it's something that comes so easy to you. As I said, you, you never really have to push for it. For example, the singer who 
could just hear a melody and start singing and harmonizing and their notes just hit the ones who say oh i need to warm up but they don't really need to warm up and <laughs> they just do a little bit of <clears throat> and they just blow you know so it's also something as i said that has been with you as long as you can remember because a gift is a present from god gifts are things that god bestows on us it is a present you know like Think about receiving a gift. We're given those gifts for free by somebody who wants to bless us. And in this circumstance, the gift is given to us by God. And with that being said, our gifts are also meant to be shared. And this is where it gets a little tricky, right? Gifts are meant to be shared absolutely because something that is given to you freely has been given to you for a purpose. And the, th the thing that makes gifts and callings a little bit confusing is that the way in which a gift should be shared is where it gets a little confusing. But I'm going to be going into that more deeply in the section where I'm going to be talking about the clarity points. So yes, gifts are meant to be shared. A gift is a natural seed talent, something that comes easy to you. You've had it for as long as you can remember. It's a present from God and it's meant to be shared. And with that, I'll move into callings and a calling is your purpose. You know, like when somebody's calling you, for example, they want to speak to you. That person is calling you. It is meant for you. Right. And a calling is what you're destined to do. It's that path with with which you'll find the most joy and peace. You know, I'm sure you've all spoken to people who are doing what they love. And you ask them, isn't it difficult sometimes? And they're like, yes, but I wouldn't have it any other way. This feels right. You know that this feels right moment? That is what your calling is. It's that thing that can make you say, I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life. And I, I know a lot of us probably haven't had that experience to the extent that we'd want or what we're doing for work is not necessarily what we feel like we're called to do. And the thing with callings is that they can be very vague and they can be very narrow. And in figuring out what your calling is, it's important to pay attention to what feels right. Like you may love business and it could be that you want to become a business person and you think that because your calling is in business, whereas your calling might be to work in a business and excel within that, right? So just because you know what your calling is, is doesn't, and you see how you may want it to work. It doesn't mean that your calling isn't also being utilized in other ways, right? And another thing with regards to a calling and where it really gets confusing is that a calling is usually a gifting or a combination of your gifts. And so then the question then becomes, if a calling is, your gifts and a combination of your gifts, then aren't all your gifts your calling? And the answer is no, because it's one of those situations where your ca all callings are rooted in your gifts, but not all gifts are your callings. <laughs> like, I hope that really makes sense to you guys. So if you think about someone's calling, what they're meant to do, what their purpose to do, what they're destined to do, you'll probably see that it really utilizes some of their strong suits, right? So like, if you're a singer, as I'm using as an example, if you become a professional singer, one of the 
things that you use is your singing gift or your singing talent, right? So you've utilized that talent in your calling of becoming a professional singer or a, a Broadway actress or whatever it is, right? Whereas just because you have a singing talent doesn't mean you should become a, a professional singer. So you can have that singing gift, but it might not translate into it being what you're destined and purpose to do, right? Because not every single person who can hold a note is a Beyonce, right? <laughs> Some of them are working in other jobs where they're finding absolute joy, peace, purpose. They feel destined to do it. And that's the thing, right? Many people have more than one gift and the purpose of those gifts or the way in which those gifts are shared can vary from person to person. And with that, I'll get right into the clarity points, which I hope will really give you guys a better understanding of just some of the misconceptions, especially right now with the way society is and how people look at capitalism and making money. The first one is that every gift you have should be shared, but not every gift is meant to be a calling just as I said, right? So the question then becomes, what exactly does sharing mean? Sharing means giving. And when you give something, when you give your gift, sometimes that involves giving it freely. <laughs> and I know, especially with with the, the way society is right now, a lot of times the things we're good at, we feel this pressure to have to turn it into a business or have to capitalize on it or have to use it in a way where we're gaining dividends. But the thing is that gain can sometimes be joy. Gain can be being a blessing to someone. Gain can be offering to support to someone. And we are in a time pretty much where hobbies that we are good at that don't generate, generate income are seen as a waste of time. And I am absolutely 100% against this. It is very, very, very important for mental health, for balance, to have some things that you do for fun. For example, for a personal example, I love to cook. I bake sometimes for money, but when it comes to cooking, I post my, I love to cook. It brings me joy. I love to experiment with new recipes and people will constantly message me and say, oh, you should do a cooking pop-up shop. You should make money with it. If you're so good at cooking, why are you just wasting time showing us or sh sending recipes? Why don't you make money? And sometimes things are not here to make money. I would much rather take my gift of cooking and invite my friends over and feed them or post re easy relate um easy to duplicate recipes on social media so that somebody else can have joy and experience that deliciousness. I don't need to make a cookbook. I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to have a pop-up shop because I have other gifts that can be used for that, right? And this is a very important point because the reason why like callings that are your purpose, like what's your purpose to do will usually generate income and give you some balance and like some wealth in life, right? I'm not saying being rich, but if your calling is to be a singer and you're working on Broadway, you're generating an income, right? And the thing is that though there are certain gifts that are more poised to be your calling, but it's important not to lose sight of the fact that that is not going to be every single gift that you have. And another point that is extremely important that adds to clarity with regards to calling versus gifts is that a calling rooted in a gift still requires refining. 
as I said in the beginning, a gift is a seed, right? It's a natural seed talent. So that person who could sing, who who can hold a note and who does it so well, who's been singing since they were three. I'm not saying that throughout their whole life, even if they never went to music lessons or never, yeah, never went to music lessons or never joined a choir, they wouldn't be able to hold a better note than the average person who cannot sing. We know this is true. Like I'm sure you guys know so many people who can just sing really well. But the thing is that when it's your calling, what happens when some, a gift becomes your calling is that there is a higher responsibility attached to it. This is now not just something you're good at that you can share freely. It's, it's, it's attached to purpose. And when something of yours is attached to purpose, it's always important to realize that your purpose is also attached to many other people's purpose in any way you could imagine going along with the singer analogy. Um, if you're a singer, if your calling is to be a singer, your purpose and refining that gift could be attached to making a living for all the background singers, instrumentalists, stage crew, and everybody else who, who, who become, um, who gets hired based on the fact that you're selling out shows and that you're creating this music, or it can just be that the music that you're creating is touching lives and resonating with people and evoking change in them, evoking good feelings, evoking encouragement, evoking joy, and all of these great things that are going to be used as domino effects to continue to activate greatness in their life. And when there's that type of responsibility on you based on the fact that you have a calling, it becomes of the utmost importance to take that seriously. When you have a calling on your life, when your gift is supposed to be used for things outside of you, it's not one of those, oh, I just sing on weekends kind of thing anymore. It's it's one of those things where you need to be going to practice, where you need to hone your skills, where you need to go get classically trained, where you need to do whatever it takes to ensure that you are at your peak so that your purpose in destiny, which this calling has put on your life will be maximized to the top extent. And that's the thing, right? Like when we think of our gifts, they're things we do casually, right? And that's, that's absolutely different with a calling and just understanding the magnitude of a calling is where that clarity will probably make a difference, right? If, if I'm a shower singer who could do Phantom of the Opera with the hot water running, my, training and pressure to be good is very different from someone who's actually on stage at the phantom of the opera right so that is where our calling really differs from our gift and when you're looking at your gifts and your callings or when you're looking at your gifts and you're trying to figure out which ones are your calling this is where you can really take a look you know take a look at the ones that are being refined and sometimes these refinements are not even happening consciously but the thing that you're really pushing towards there's a lot of things that you're good at but there's one that there's this pressing feeling on the inside of you that I need to get better at this I need to push for this I need to pursue this fervently that is your calling or that is most likely one of your callings and in understanding the difference between our gifts and our callings, we'll understand what we can do with them and how we can give them and share them with the world because every single one of our gifts should be shared, right? Like for me with cooking, as I said, I will just cook for people who I care about, cook on holidays, <laughs> cook for birthdays, 
cook for social media, that is a gift. Whereas with my calling, which is more in speaking and in writing and all of those other things that I do for a living, the work that's required of me is much more. I do not read books on cooking for knowledge. I might watch videos on it for the enjoyment, but when it comes to my skills, I look for virtual mentors. I look for physical mentors. I look into marketing. I look into refining. I look at the people who are doing what I'm doing at the highest level and I see what they're doing and I continue to refine my skills until I can get to whatever the equivalent of that level is for me and my personal gift, right? And that is what I really want you guys to take away this week, just understanding the difference and also really just understanding that it's okay to do things for free. Some things are gifts, you know? Um, One of the things during the beginning of COVID that I was really pushing to do, but it kind of went all over the place was make masks for people. Something that I'm still going to do. I sew and I make dresses for myself, (laughs) not for anyone else. It's too stressful, but lots of, I saw lots of people selling masks on, on social media for $7 a piece. And when I initially bought the materials to make my masks, I was like, should I sell them? And then something inside of me said, no, if you know anybody who needs a mask, sew them some masks and give it to them. Someone else would look, look at that and say, are you crazy? You know how many, how much money you can make off of all of those masks, but sometimes our gifts are meant to be given. And for me, that was a gift that I wanted to give freely. I did not, yes, I could have made money off of it. And yes, I could have generated maybe a substantial amount of income, especially with the initial fear that was attached to COVID. But for me, that did not feel right. And that's where it also becomes something where you listen to on, where you have to really listen to the voices on the inside of you. Don't let people convince you that the way you're giving your gift is incorrect or the way you're using your gift is incorrect because it is a seed on the inside of you. So you know what it feels like. You know what it's growing into. You know what kind of fruit it's going to produce. Sometimes your the, the fruit that your seed is going to produce is meant to be plucked freely and given to whomever needs it, whoever's hungry and whoever you can fill. And other times the fruits that are produced from your seed and from your gift are meant to be packaged and sold. Understanding the difference in that and which fruit are meant to be packaged and which fruit are meant to just provide sustenance to people is where wisdom happens, right? So I really hope that this helps you guys. This is a little bit of a shorter episode, but I just want to get it out there and just give you guys some information. If you want to know more about it, please feel free to contact me and we can have more discussions on this if you'd like. My email is in the show notes and I would love to hear from you guys. And with that, I'm going to get right into the words to live by for this week which are sometimes the means is the end. And that just goes right back into what I was just talking about, that not everything we do needs to be to some grandiose outcome. Sometimes doing it is all the reward there is in it. It's not to make you money. It's not to get you attention. It's not to get you good graces. It's not to to, to some other outer benefit. The benefit literally is within the means, you know, the means is the end. So I want you guys to just take some time this week to just think about some things that you're gifted with, something that comes easy to you and that literally wouldn't even take any stress off of, um, wouldn't add any stress to you in doing it. And 
be a blessing to somebody. It can be anything. It could be going to the drive-thru and having an extra $5 and telling the cashier that the next person in line, whatever they're buying, add this $5 to the bill. Um, use this $5 to take away $5 off of whatever the cost of what they're purchasing is. It can be as simple as that. Whatever it is, try and do something just for the sake of good this week, something that makes you happy. And what I've noticed is that when you give with no expectation and you see the joy on somebody's face, the happiness that they have to receive whatever it is that barely even stressed you out, that in itself is a gift that keeps on giving. I, I can remember so vividly the joy I feel when I've done good things for other people more so than the joy that I feel when people have done things for me. Not that I don't appreciate, of course, but it's just that giving to people and thinking back on their expressions, thinking back on their excitement, that feeling just keeps on giving. So this week, just Give some of your gift, share freely some of your gift and see what happens, see how it makes you feel and see how the world responds. Thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. This week, I'm going to change it up and ask you guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating, please leave a review and please share it with your friends. I would love to continue to spread this message and the best way to do that is through you guys. So I would love for you guys to just leave a review, tell me what you like, send me an email if you'd like, follow me on Instagram, send me some questions if you have any and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.